Hi everyone and welcome to my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. I know you're going to love the content here because you will gain inspiration, powerful tools and insights, and valuable knowledge. If you want more of this, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or visit me on Instagram at gilaglassberg. I'm Gila Glassberg, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. I have come to realize by counseling many, many women that this work is much deeper and greater than food and body image. It's the bigger picture challenges we face of love, belonging, acceptance, what our true values and goals are, noticing them, addressing them, and gaining skills to move forward. If you have been struggling with what your life's purpose is, or you just feel stuck in general and don't know what's holding you back, this podcast will enlighten and inspire you to take action and move forward. This podcast is about other women in the 21st century who feel that losing weight will fix all their problems or somehow meet their unmet needs. Hi guys, so in this week's episode on the podcast, I decided that I'm just going to be solo, just me, uh, recording myself, and I guess I am kind of transparent here on the podcast, so I'm doing this all, and I'm giving a shout out to you, Tippy from Hava Tribe, because um, I know she does this on her podcast, and she also encourages me to do it on my own podcast. Yes, I have my own podcast, it's really exciting, um, and I'm just recording because I feel like enlightened and inspired, and I want to give, and I want that inspiration to go into content that's exceptional and raw and emotional. So um, I want to start out by saying that I actually have a blog post that I wrote regarding these emotions. And I'm going to start by saying how that blog post came to be. So um, over the weekend, I had a family member here for Shabbos with her family and her kids. And um, I love this family member and I love who she is and she didn't do anything wrong, just sparked some sort of emotion. Um, We got to talking and I was explaining to her how hard the year had been and uh, she was like, wow, I had no idea. And I said, yeah, well, you know, um, from my experience, um, sharing with people how sad you are or depressed you are when you're grieving makes the other person really uncomfortable and now besides for having to deal with your own pain and grief and uncomfortable feelings that come along with that you're now holding space for someone else's uncomfortable feelings which even as I'm saying it is deeply deeply painful it's really not fun so I I'm not saying don't share I'm just saying that there's a time and a place to share and if you are triggered by the way that you share and the way that people react. It's not your fault. It's not their fault. It is what it is. Um, but that is sort of what spurred me in on, on one level. The second thing that spurred me is, I'm not going to get into too much detail, but it was a practice that my therapist recommended using with someone that you have a relationship with. And in essence, it's called crossing the bridge. So it sounds really funny and almost like woo-woo, but um, it is scientific and psychologically proven to help with relationships. So it sounds funny, but you invite that person into your world by actually saying like you're invited to my world and you share what's going on in your mind. And you do that for however long you need to. And then the person just repeats back what you're saying. And then you get to switch turns. And 
obviously, of course, within my 29 years of living, I've, I've empathetically listened to someone else and I've had someone else empathetically listen to me. But in that framework, you really enter that other person's space and you're really trying as much as you can. And it's almost like by osmosis because you're doing it for this reason that you can let go of your emotions on some level and just listen and hold their space and hold their pain and be present and then by just repeating it you are diffusing in a way you're just repeating it and you're um, absorbing it and processing it on a deeper level and just by doing that I was able to really empathize and really feel that other person's pain and the third thing that spurred it was a conversation with a friend who I related to her struggle on a very, very deep level. And um, it was basically a relationship problem that she was having and that I was relating to in my own life and I felt so bad for her. At the same time, I felt so bad for the other person in the relationship because I know the dynamic. I know from experience. And I wrote back to her in a text, life is just so hard. And that spurred me to write this blog post because through all my challenges and my struggles and my um, counseling people, I've really come to learn that for whatever reason, we, we don't let people say that life is really hard. It's like the worst thing you could say, in my opinion, like, well, you're so ungrateful and people suffered way more than you. And people in the Holocaust, they went through torture. How could you say that? How could you not be grateful? And it's 100% true that you should be grateful. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. And I'm saying that maybe sometimes people's pain or people's lifetimes were much harder than our lifetimes. But I really came to the realization that that's really not helpful. At least for me, it's not helpful. And I guess for people who are similar to me, it's not helpful. So um, that's where I just got that raw emotion to write and to express and to validate people's pain and the world that we live in, the pain that exists is real pain. And when you could hold space for someone else's pain, you are doing such a chesed, a, a good deed for that person. And you're also doing a good deed for yourself because you're able to realize that that pain is so real and that on a very deep level, we didn't choose our pain. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I want to be depressed today. I want to grieve the loss of a loved one. I, I, I want to change my lifestyle. No one asks for this pain. But at the same time, we know, and I'll, I'll quote Chavi Garfinkel over and over again. She says, when a Hebrew word, um, when two things in Hebrew share the same root, they, they often mean the same thing. So, Tsura and Tsar have the same Shoresh. Tsura is to shape and Tsar is pain. And if you look back on your life and you see the pivotal moments and the turning points in your life, it usually has to do with something that was very painful. And we don't ask for pain. We don't wish for pain. But we have pain whether or not we ask for it. And that's just the honest truth. And I, I want everyone here to think about what that pain did for them in their life because it did something or it was meant to do something emotion has the word motion in it we we are moved or we move or we take action because of strong emotions and 
this is very powerful and this all comes back to intuitive eating on a very very deep level because food in many many ways blocks us from feeling our emotions it could block our emotions by overeating it could block our emotions by obsessively thinking about food and our bodies and sometimes when we're doing this work our lives become more painful for an ex- for some amount of time because we're really feeling that pain and it's and it hurts and it's painful and I am I am holding that space for you. I know that it hurts. Don't let anybody tell you that it doesn't hurt because I know that it hurts and I've been there and I'm sometimes there myself. And the more that people say that you shouldn't feel that way or how could you feel that way, it just feels so triggering and wrong. At least that's how I, I feel and many of my clients feel. So and I'm not saying to go into a deep depression and let yourself feel your feelings all the time sometimes food really is that comfort that distraction sometimes if it's your only distraction I would say maybe that's a problem what else could we work on or maybe you don't need a distraction at this point in your life maybe you need to face the problem which is really really hard and at that point I recommend getting someone or something that supports you through that pain because that pain will sometimes be there no matter what. There might not be a solution to your pain, but at least you could have somebody who you share that pain with, who holds that space for you, who you're safe to say, I hate this, I don't want it, I'm angry, it hurts, and not to feel like something's wrong with you because nothing is wrong with you. Everybody experiences pain. Every human being experiences pain because that's part of the human experience and I hope that this inspires you to realize that when you are in deep 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 pain you have the potential to learn so much about yourself to grow to move forward and if that's something painful to hear when you're in the pain then don't listen to it don't use that to help you but when you are ready to hear that and when you are ready to use that information to move you forward I hope with all my heart and soul that this helps you and helps you to connect to your deepest self and move you forward. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Thank you all so much for being here on my podcast, Get Into It with Gila. If you'd like to learn more about what I do and what intuitive eating is, please visit my website at www.gilaglassberg.com or follow me on Instagram at Gila Glassberg. Thank you so much. Have a great day.